0: Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you on the Pace for your daily dose of news and tips.
1: Welcome to On the Pace for this New Year's Eve edition. Brittany Graham with you here on this Thursday morning, and it is a massive Day in Harness Racing today across both countries here in Australasia as well. We've got Group 1 racing with the Auckland Cup out of Alexandra Park tonight, and we also have 12 Group 1s from Melton this evening with strong New South Wales representation in a few of those Group 1s as well. On the home front, we had Penrith race last night, and Paul Fitzpatrick trained a double. His son Gavin drove a double, and Glenn McElhinney had a really long price-driving double as well, said so took out race number six at around $41 and then he backed up in the last with Cadenza, which saluted at $51. So that was certainly a good end to the year for Glenn McElhinney with that long price double. Well done if you found one or both of those winners tonight. We have two cards of racing for New Year's Eve. Albury hosts a seven-race card, and Parks have their Cup meeting this evening, the first of which gets underway at 6 o'clock. And as is so often the case, Amanda Turnbull will have a really strong hand to play, not only from a driving perspective but also a training perspective tonight. She doesn't have a drive in the Parks Cup, which is a feature, but she does train the short price favourite, got a party doll, and she's been kind enough to join us this morning for On The Pace. Thanks for your time, Amanda.
0: You're all you yeah. go
1: Really good, thank you. A busy night tonight, but if we just reflect quickly on what 2020 has been like for you. You've split your time between New South Wales and Victoria. What does 2021 hold for yourself? Because it's been a funny year for everybody, but for you more so, you've been stuck in, you know, a place or two without much choice, to be honest, but where would you like to see yourself, I guess, spend the the, mo- the majority of 2021?
0: Yeah, just sort of um, same sort of thing now. I'm back at home. It's good. Um, and then I just poke down to the ship whenever I feel like it. But, yeah, the original plan was to go for a couple of months and got stuck there for six, but it, it ended up working
1: out pretty good anyway, so I couldn't really complain. <laughs> Yeah, there was certainly great success across that little stint. Was there ever any inkling to head back across the border for tonight's Vic Bread meeting? Because no doubt you would have had a strong book of drives if you'd decided to do that. Was there any uh, thought about doing that? Uh,
0: Yeah, it was sort of a hard decision, but um, when the cases sort of come back up lately and then um, Orange is very close to us and it was a hot spot, so it was just... um, Save just smoking people around. I just thought I'd stay home and um yeah, save getting caught again.
1: Now, one of the big races tonight, well, they're all big races, they're all group ones, but one of the races that no doubt everybody's going to be tuning into is that four year old Entise and Gelding's final with Loch and Varad and Hurricane Harley. You know Hurricane Harley very, very well, and you've been uh, with the reins when he's managed to defeat Loch and Varad in that Breeders' Crown when they rated a track record time. So you're the best person to ask. There's plenty of chatter around whether Hurricane Harley can cross Loch and Varad or whether he can hold up what do you think from knowing hurricane harley better than anybody else
0: yeah i think he probably could um it just sort of depends what the ones inside him do but um yeah he definitely he's got the advantage paying out wider and um yeah
1: he can really pin the gates yeah, he certainly can. And as I mentioned, he's a co track record holder at this trip. So uh, it's going to be a really intriguing battle between those two once more. You're focusing on clothes at a home though with parks, as I mentioned, and you've got a strong book of drives. You kick things off in the first with the weekend, a horse who you partnered up with last time out to win the Dubbo Golden Gig final. This guy's really hit his straps of late.
0: Yeah, he has. Um, sort of a big fella, but. The draw doesn't look too bad on paper. The one's probably got enough great speed to hold if it wants to. So,
1: yeah, if he gets a bit of luck, he'll be there about. You mentioned the fact that he's a big fellow. He obviously handled Dubbo with no problems last time out sitting outside them. Does he, in your mind, do you think, prefer a little bit more open air or does it not matter too much if he's bundled away on the inside and sees a gap late?
0: It's hard to say because he he was my first drive on him last time, but... um, he drew wide, so we just sort of ended up in the... But the, the, the trainer, Matthew, sort of said, if I could find a sit, he'd be probably better with a sit. So off the trainer, he probably will be better off seated being up on the fence anyway.
1: Well, that's positive for tonight because he looks as though, hopefully, fingers crossed, he's no further back than behind the leader and maybe some luck late. We'll see him being a major player once more. You play a really strong hand in race number three uh, with three key runners too. You take the reins behind Balducci of the three runners. That's obviously your choice. Was beaten on uh, Saturday night at Bathurst on uh, what was one of the co-features, so to speak, the soldiers' saddle final. He was beaten as a favourite, but I don't think that you would have been disappointed in his effort because the time was super strong and he did plenty of work too.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, he's only a real little fella and to sit outside of him and um, still was fighting on the finish. Um, yeah, we we're real proud of him. So um, He should be suited back at a smaller track tonight. And he loves getting around them. and um, It sort of doesn't matter how much work he does. He's still... Tries his little
1: heart out. You've got a speedy beginner to your inside in Yep, got Chooks who led last time out at Bathurst. How do you see this race playing out? Do you see yourself outside the leader again or do you give yourself a sneaky chance of finding the front?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. I sort of um, don't want to give that position up outside the leader. So whether I have to push to the front or whether I just lob there and nobody comes around, you probably just have to sit outside of.
1: You've also got Chasing the Wind and Meraviglia in that race as well. They're both well, Chasing the Wind probably more so given a hope than the other filly. But Chasing the Wind, what was, I guess, the reasoning behind that mistake last time out? Because uh, he went down as a short price favourite, but obviously things didn't go his way. Was it the smaller track at Dubbo or uh, can we sort of put that race to the back of our mind for those who are interested in buttering up again tonight?
0: Yeah, it was probably, um, he'd been racing at Meningo and sort of got used to not not hanging, and he has got a bad habit of hanging in, so I think he just hung in too bad and um, just had to be checked off and, and put, put in a couple of rough skips. But um, he is a lot better horse with a sit, like how he's been driven at Meningo as well, so if he gets a spot up close and, and doesn't have to do much work early, he would be definitely there about...
1: The feature of the night is the Parks Cup and as I mentioned at the top of the show, you train got a party doll but Isabel Ross sticks with this mare. They've struck up quite a good relationship and they were feature race winners in the Red Ochre last time out. That was a really dominant performance and her two runs back this preparation have been brilliant. She's really taken a big step up.
0: Yeah, she's um, she's been really good. We've sort of decided to give her a break. She's Wasn't doing much at the end of her prep last time and we didn't know what to do, but give her a really good break and um, it's the best thing we've ever done because she's come back and rewarded us with two really nice wins.
1: The sprint trip tonight, the 1660 metres, which is a little bit different for, uh, I guess, a cup event. She's won and won in slick time in both of her runs back this preparation, but obviously the drop back in distance will be no issue and that gate speed that she has will be you know, a massive advantage around this smaller track again tonight.
0: Yeah, definitely. And then um, the other main chances are all out the back row. So hopefully um, they find it a bit hard to get into it. But she's up in grade a little bit, I thought. But, um, yeah, she, she also can run out some really good sectionals.
1: Yeah, she certainly can. And the the last runner I wanted to ask you about, you do have a few drives through the middle as well, which look good chances for a variety of trainers. But you train Lyrical Genius here in race number eight, the two-year-old event. A lightly raced two-year-old as well has only had the three starts, but has won two of them. He's his most recent two starts he looks to be a nice progressive gelding uh, and he seems to be quite versatile as well which is going to need to be tonight as well off the second row which is never ideal for a two-year-old but on class alone he looks right up to this race
0: yeah definitely he's got the um definitely got the class we've just got to get the brain sorted out but he he has been really good so hopefully um we can keep him that way but it took us a fairly long time to getting to the races just because of that reason. But, um yeah, can't really fold his his runs at all.
1: Yeah, he's been very, very good. A strong night, a strong book of drives tonight at Parks, and they all look really good chances, as well as we look towards the new year, always uh, quite busy with not only new Kiwi imports, but as, as well a lot of babies. Is there anything that sticks out from your team that we can watch with interest in 2021?
0: Um, well, there's a couple of Kiwis that just come. We keep an eye on them. But, um, yeah, it's hard to say with the two-year-olds too because it's so early and they've got to take the next step. But, yeah, just
1: just mainly keeping an eye on the Kiwis. All righty. That's a pretty good formula to follow as well because your first up record with them arriving is superb. Thanks for your time this morning, Amanda. Best of luck tonight and also for the new year. Thanks, Bruce. Amanda Turnbull there this morning. She's joined us on a few occasions this year on On The Pace and has always been really really helpful with her time so we appreciate that once more and as i mentioned tonight parks she's going to play a big hand in many of the feature races including the parks cup we've got a party doll she won that group three red ochre mare's classic last time out at dubbo by 18 meters so any horse that's able to win a group race like that in that fashion has to be a big chance when they step out again and despite the step up in class she looks well graded here on the national rating system sneaking in as a 71 and she's drawn well for that reason as well so that's race number four on the card tonight from parks they've also got a few other features the dash uh, for the local horses and also a three-year-old and a two-year-old race that are both quite strong and will be horses to look out for over the next few weeks no doubt coming through that as they get up in the grades once more so as i mentioned vic bread super series night as well from tabcourt park melton 12 group ones the first of which gets underway at 5.23. You can catch all of the action right here on Sky Sports Radio. And there's also extended coverage on Sky Racing Active from the track as well. So best of luck to the New South Wales contingent that make their way down there tonight. No doubt they will do us very proud indeed. That's the final on the pace for 2020. Thanks for joining us this year, but we'll be back to do it all again tomorrow, same time, 10.30 here on Sky Sports Radio as we look ahead to a big weekend in harness racing. We'll catch you then.